Video Gamer Podcast number four hundred and twenty-six. Richmond is joining me as he uh, yeah. as he off as he often will. Although I've noticed you've taken to call me <laughs> calling me Moonton lately. Yes, 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 yeah, yes. Which, very which well. I like. I I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of that. Yes, Moonton, uh, which wasn't my idea um, originally. Well, it wasn't my idea either. N- no, but you're at least partially responsible. <laughs> now, what was? Where did this come from? See, I stole uh, Rich's phone about a year yeah. ago. Yeah, um, the one with the cool Ninja Metal Gear Solid case. <laughs> it's, got, it's got a little Metal Gear Solid case on there, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it was good. It was good shit. And it was a it was a sort of big chunky iPhone, bigger than the one I have. Um, I think it was a seven, wasn't it? I think it was a seven or a six. It might have mm. been a six. Anyway, but I stole it because I was getting into the Apple Arcade stuff early on, um, and my rubbish phone had a broken screen and blech, so I couldn't do a lot of that stuff. Uh, that. I don't know where your phone is now, by the way. You know, well, it must so, be amongst all the office stuff uh, and storage. I think it. I think it is. I could have sworn I gave it back to you, but mm. I, I, apparently I didn't. Um, and I think it'll be. I think it'll be in my laptop bag, which was on my desk, which producer Dan has probably put into the nuclear bunker. Mm. So I think you know. But anyway, so you got an email the other day talking about Moonton. It's some mobile game called Moonton Legends of something. I got an email saying someone's logged into your account. I'm like, what? Well, I'll tell you what, that's quite alarming because I haven't. No, well, I think it must be spam, basically. <laughs> right, okay. Um, and I, I sort of asked you about it and you laughed, obviously. Because <laughs> you wouldn't be playing a game called Moonton Legends no. of... No, I wouldn't. Whatever. I d- definitely not. Not not at a time like this. And then I thought, what a brilliant little nickname for you. Uh, yeah, thanks. It's sort of out the blue, little Moonton. But inadvertently stuff. ended up with a stupid new nickname. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the listeners can. They'll be the judge on that. They'll be the arbiters of that. Let mm. Let me know if Moonton fits. Oh, they'll fits, love it. Um, I'm sure. You reckon? Best I've you got re- for you is Joshua Tree. I can't. Oh, that's good. Else. No, I like that. I like that. A uh, friend of mm. mine from home uh, calls me calls me Rogan. Um, right, but okay. he's, he's, I sort of feel like he's tried to he's tried to make that stick, and it hasn't. Re- like he's the only one that calls me. It hasn't really caught on, you know. Um, I don't even know how that works. Your name's not Joe. No, but like Rogan Josh. Oh, oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. No, how, how's yeah, that yeah. not stuck? That's brilliant. No, I, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like when he when he tries to, and you can sort of see like he he'll do it. But he'll sort of be conscious that it's not really caught yeah. on. But he, but he'll still stick to it, and I admire him for that. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, Rogan, you you go with Joshua Tree, which I which yeah. I which I think is quite a, quite a decent one to be honest. Thanks, thanks. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, Moonton. Uh, how do we get on to Moonton? What are we talking about? You were introducing us. <laughs> oh, yeah, so hold on, have you said right, the yeah. you said the video game podcast four two six? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four four two six. I love Your the idea. Josh. I'm AKA Josh. Joshua Tree. I'm Joshua Richmond Tree. Richard. Yeah, Walker. Richard Richmond Moonton. Rich Walker, Mo- AKA Moonton. Yeah, and that's it, isn't it? And we talk about video games. Although I we talk so. a lot of bollocks in this opening bit. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, and we've sort of stuck to that tradition quite well. Mm. Um, mm. You've got some good. Uh, you you you've been on a little bit of a, a little bit of a gallivant, which uh, I quite like nipping well, around, I've, bloody. Um, you know, emerged from the house, blinking mm. into the the light for the mm. first time. <laughs> since um, lockdown happened because I've been super super cautious but I'm double jabbed now and yeah. you know I've had my mask with me and everything mm-hmm. been very sensible but yeah mm. back on the tube and kind of quite surprised by um, how many people are not wearing masks and stuff oh. it's just 
bit weird to me. I don't know why you take the risk. You still have to on the tube, right? Yeah, well, you're supposed to. There were signs everywhere saying you must mm. uh, wear a mask. Please note some people are exempt. I'm like, are all mm. these people exempt? All yeah. of them? Yeah. Really? No, it's one of those. It's a difficult one, that, because you don't want to be like, you're not exempt, because, you know, some people might be. But yeah, I know what you mean. You sort of see suspicious numbers of exempt yeah. people, and you think, well, mm. I figure as long as I've got my mask on, I'm safe, so. And, yeah. you know, it's keeping other people safe. But, yeah, so there was that. And then I went to my sister's flat in Putney and I had a nice little suit fitting in Mayfair. So, yeah, I have been. I suppose you could say it's a gallivant. Yeah, a I love bit. a bit. I, lo- I love a bit of Putney. I used to live in Putney. Lovely yeah. part of town. Well, I mean, you're not that far away now. I'm not, actually. I'm only down the road. But, yeah, they used to have a great shop called Putney Pies. Um, oh, yeah. And it used to say... In fact, actually, I think a friend of mine said it was still there now. But, yeah. I don't know. If you, Next time you get yourself in Putney, check out Putney Pies. It's, it's okay. top stuff. Top pie content. All right, all right. Um, and you went you went on a little cheeky uh, excursion to Sloane Square. You're like the Monopoly guy. I'm loving that. I did, yeah. Just moving around the Monopoly board. Moved mm. from Mayfair to Sloane Square. Picking um, them all up. Yeah, went yeah. to the Nespresso concession. Had a look all the pods. On the counter, they got all the pods lined up. It's like a rainbow of coffee pods. Oh, man. Um, Maybe and we like, should do like, a tie-in, like, video game a pod. What, with Nespresso? Well, yeah, George like, Clooney's like, not doing the ads anymore, so if they want to replace him... No, I don't think he is, no. They could get you on that. You you oh, could be a mate, sort of Clooney figure. I'd scrub up real nice in a suit and, you know, yeah. do whatever they want. You'd have to sort of shave a bit, because Clooney goes for that sort of... Uh, well, not always, actually. Sometimes he sports a, a, a beard, doesn't he? Well, when Elise spent the day with him, he was beardy. You know, Elise, did Elise spend the day with Clooney? Yeah, she had a photo shoot with him, and she um, oh yeah, hung God. out with him for the entire day. Yeah, that's bonkers, really. What's he like? Uh, she said he's very nice, very charming, um, which is all I've ever heard about Clooney. He sounds like a class act. He does, doesn't he? He really does. Yeah, sound proper like a good... proper movie star, you know. Mm, yeah, one of the yeah. last sort of genuine. Mm. Proper old-fashioned movie stars, like yeah. of, of his generation. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I, I like. Mm. I like that. I like hearing someone's that. Unlike Michael Sheen, who may well be a nice still, guy, st- still hasn't communicated uh, with us at all. Maybe we'll so, go to Clooney instead. Maybe we'll um, yeah go over Sheen cause, since yeah. we've got the connect. You know. Yeah, and it'd be one of those stories where, um, you know, you hear about like uh, Will Smith was almost like Neo in the Matrix. Yeah. And like watched, all of those, um, I think oh, yeah. about Back to the Future now. Eric Stoltz. Oh, with Eric Stoltz, yeah, what, yeah. But they showed some of the footage he shot, oh, did which you I've see never seen the... before. Oh, and yeah, it's like, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was taking it way too seriously, being yeah. way too earnest. Well, I didn't know did that you... bit because I recently saw an interview with the producers of Back to the Future, and they were like, "Yeah, the reason that we don't show that stuff, like they've had that footage and they've kept it in the vault, is because like." It's embarrassing. They're like, we don't want to damage Eric's, you know, like it. it well, he, for whatever it, reason, it's out there now because it's it's on Netflix in that movies who made that that made us thing. Oh shit! Yeah. Is he so he just takes it really seriously? Does he? Yeah, it is. Oh. It is interesting comparing the two performances. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like Eric Stoltz as well. Yeah, he's all right. Spot for Eric Stoltz. He's yeah. He's an interesting chap. Anyway. Mm. Anyway, we've been. Uh, it's going to be good. I think it's going to be a good little uh, good pod as ever this week, right? Because oh, yeah. uh, we've been playing a lot of stuff. Yes. Busy, busy, busy. Mm. Uh, got some good news. Good quiz. Load of questions. Um, mm. Have we got any? I think we might have a couple of questions 
about Grinch Kwan. So obviously more on that later for the regulars that are interested. Keeping the hype train going, I like it. Good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, yeah. Let it, don't let it fade from the consciousness. <laughs> don't let it die. Yeah, don't do what Michael Sheen is clearly trying to do, which is to cover it up. He yeah. knows about it. He, he, he definitely he, knows. He knows and he's about trying it. And he's choosing not to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when it happens with George Clooney, everyone would be like, fucking hell, can you imagine if this was Michael Sheen? That'd be weird. Yeah. <laughs> be one of those Hollywood stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just hear about it. You're like, oh, yeah. oh, I'm glad they didn't do it with Sheen. I mean, I can't imagine it when it's not Clooney. But yeah. I mean, it's still a, it's a masterpiece. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Unimaginable any other way. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Mm. Uh, right. Have a little jingle um, mm. because we've got video games to talk about. There was a horse magazine and the song was I love horses, best of all the animals. I love horses. Does everyone else remember that? I love horses, best of all the animals. I love horses, they're my friends. What does that mean? We've both been playing uh, Aliens Fireteam Elite. Yes. Uh, we have played it. We have reviewed it. We yes. have shot our way through hordes of aliens. And, Thousands uh, of them. Yeah, just so many of them. Just yeah. so many of them. Yeah, not just um, aliens either. Not just no, Xenos. Well, oh, yeah, sadly, not just Xenos. Yeah, so... Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, I've read your your review and 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 you've read mine, so we mm-hmm. kind of know what, we kind of know what we think. I, I don't dislike the game. I don't. I like. I don't. I for the first few hours of Aliens Fireteam Elite, I was thinking to myself, yeah, you know, it's three people mm-hmm. on the internet, you know, and they are teaming up a bit like Outriders, really. That was sort of that format, that sort of three person, third person. It's got sort of cover, although for the yep. first few first few hours you won't be using that. Nope. Um And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, absolutely. You know, we're rescuing someone from an outpost. The pulse rifles sound like they bloody well should sound. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got auto turrets we can chuck down on the floor, and that's great. And they've got little ammo readouts that tick down. Yep. We've got little motion trackers, little blobs on the motion trackers, you know. And, oh, look, there's a xenomorph. Bang, shoot it. You know, and I'm thinking, Explodes this is great. into bits. Exploded Acid blood bloody, everywhere. Yeah, on the floor, and you know, uh, but you know, and I was thinking, yeah, like how how is this? This is taking way too long for this to be. It's like one of those things where you play like um, uh, so you, like Spider Man on 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 PS4, where yeah. it's like it's how has this brilliant. happened before? <laughs> yeah, you you just think, oh, they've finally done that the way that they should because yeah. Batman exists and they looked at Batman and they said, well, that should definitely just also exist, but for Spider-Man. And I experienced um, a similar emotion when I played Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. It was just like, it, that that was not a truly terrific video game. It was a really good one. I really enjoyed Fallen mm. Order. I have a feeling the sequel's the one that's going to be really, really good. Um, but there was that sensation of, I am enjoying this, but by Christ, this is overdue. How is someone? And of course, you know, it's not it's not the fair it's not a completely fair way of looking at it because it's like, well, yeah, they were able to do that Star Wars Jedi thing because Dark Souls exists because they looked at that and they kind of you know that's how they base that's what they based their game around the pinch of Sekiro. Don't forget that it, with a little bit, you know, absolutely thing or whatever with the with the posture meter. No, you bang on. Yeah, it's actually more that's the like, one. Yeah, Sekiro. <laughs> um, but yeah, with and with, but with aliens, it's sort of like. Oh yeah, well they finally just done. Um, 
it is the out it is the outriders template it is the horde mode which has existed in you know gears of war and onwards from Ge- i think was the horde mode as we now know it did that start in the first gears of war i think it was the second gears of war uh, i think it was right. gears 2 wasn't it Yes. Oh, um, yes. Actually, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Oh, and actually, one of the things I was thinking about when I was thinking about Aliens Fireteam Elite is this: this like that same emotion of it's you know it's about time, but also sort of this license and specifically that film, James Cameron's Aliens. It's just responsible for so much of the stuff that we have in video games. When you think about like you know the little digital ammo readout on the side yeah. of the assault rifle in halo you've got the tower defense genre always reminds me of that sequence where they set up the turrets in the hallway only in the director's cut only in the director's cut Mad to yeah. think that wasn't in the original such it's a great scene bonkers isn't it absolutely mm. bonkers yeah. um you know the warthogs the, the 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 drill instructor who chomps on the cigar you know there's there's so much stuff that was also sort of in in, in halo the bit when they're in the hangar at the beginning was really sort of similar yeah. to aliens the dropships just it's influenced so much stuff in video games you know metroid mm. and then it's like when that stuff finally finds its way back into the license that that's responsible for all of that stuff there's just this faint feeling of like yeah, a homecoming a, kind of thing. A homecoming. On the one hand, yeah. it's really nice. And then on the other hand, you think, ah, yeah, but Gears of War's done Horde mode better than this. And the mm-hmm. shooting's better than this. And, you know, the, yes, it's nice to have those sound effects. It's nice to have the look of the ship. There was a, there's a sort of a few nice bits where in similar fashion to Alien Isolation, you know, you look around, you think, oh, yeah, they've got all the stuff right. Like, it sounds yeah. right, and it looks... And that's lovely. Mm-hmm. But I did sort of think, yeah, but this game's been beaten to the punch, though, quite a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we had a lot of fun with it, though, didn't we? And yeah, we did, we did. It's nice to be in that universe. And yeah. they've done a good job with sort of character classes and cosmetic stuff to make your Colonial Marine look cool. Mm. Um, yeah, I wore some aviators, didn't I? Yeah, you did, you did. I had my uh, my funky yeah. armor, funky armor, and yeah, my flamethrower. Yeah, the know. classes they've got that big sentry that uh, Vasquez had in the film. That sort mm. of like massive like minigun type thing, which you the tried out gun. for the smart gun. That's yeah. right. But in the end, you settled on the flamethrower, and why wouldn't you? Exactly. Yeah, I mean it's beautiful. Best it's weapon glorious. in the game, I'd argue. You got grenade yeah. launchers and rocket launchers and, and all that as well. And yeah. Different yeah, no. different rifles and shotguns. I know. just I just love the pulse rifle myself. I just can't get yeah. enough of it. It's just glorious. You can't play that game and not be using the pulse rifle. I mean, <laughs> yeah. What what are you doing? I know. I know. Um, and for you know for a while it is good. Where where the game started to lose its way for me was I think <clears throat> I think me and me and Richmond sort of played it in the right way. Mm-hmm. Basically, where we both had other stuff going on in the week but what we would do is just sort of hop on for an hour or two a night you know yeah. every every night sometimes every other night and just we sort of just chip away at it um and i think that worked quite well not only because like at the end of each like session i was ready to stop you know it was like okay, yeah well we I'm both <laughs> mutually agreed didn't we <laughs> yeah like we've had was, enough we've had enough of this and i think that's i think i do think that's fine but as you pointed out um in your review, and and you pointed out when we were playing as well, um, it's around about the, the 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 midway point in the campaign. The campaign's made up of I think three what you probably just call chapters. Four, four chapters. Uh, oh, four, 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 four chapters. Three yeah. missions apiece. Yeah, three missions apiece inside each chapter. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
And I think it was around about the uh, the end of the second one and the start of the third one. Well, I was still being like sort of taken aback by some of the environments in the second one, even though you're mm. fighting synths. I was like, some <laughs> yeah, of the open yeah. environments, you're like, oh, this is cool. You yeah, know, oh, no, there's absolutely. a little bit of a little hint of Prometheus, but you know, not too much. Mm. That's fine. Then the th- that third mission goes full oh, Prometheus, and you're God. just like, oh. No. Yeah. no, and then they right. introduce new enemies, and you're like, "Why? No, these are all terrible." They are, aren't they? Yeah, you were sort of because, um, yeah, I don't mind the art, the architecture, and the ruins and stuff. You still get that really cool sense of like, oh, I'm sort of running around an alien like world, and it looks cool. And I don't, I'm not a fan of the movie Prometheus, but some of the stuff it's still a beautifully shot film. It's still Ridley Scott, and that you know mm-hmm. some some of the environments that you're sort of running around in in this in in, in the kind of middle hours. I thought, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, like these are kind. But yeah, you're right. It was those enemies that. Well, for a start, it's funny because so you have the working Joes, which are the synthetics from Alien Isolation, and if you don't have we if you don't have like a full thing of three players, then they'll give you a working Joe or two. Like you could play it on your own, but you'll just play yeah. with a couple a couple of working Joes. Surprisingly competent AI to be they fair. They are. No, they yeah. are. Yeah, you know, you've got to give them that. Like, they really are. And I can't mm. remember the why. There is a plot reason. But roundabout in the middle, you end up fighting against other working Joes. And it's basically one of those things where it's like, they did this because, so, uh, you know, and I think me and you both sort of thought, oh, that's why there's cover mechanics in this. Yeah. Because you, you wouldn't you, when the aliens are running about, you've sort of just got to run around and shoot. You can, if you take mm. cover, you're probably going to be dead because you're standing still. Yeah, um, exactly. But then you're just in these courtyards, just fighting these 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 other androids in a kind of Prometheus style thing, and it's like, I I was glad when it happened because it was a bit bit of variation. Yeah. But then at the same time, it was like, oh, but the sort of tone of this game is 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 getting quite diluted though. Um, from that like not like you know the, the if you think of the first act as kind of aliens basically. Um, yeah, and then the sort of middle bit as as a, as a sort of a slight detour to Prometheus. But when we got to that third bit. And it was like, oh yeah, now there's like cr- head crab, sort of w- milky white head chiggers. crab chiggers. I think they're called in the yeah, yeah. In the game, which is brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, pathogen chiggers, pa- pathogen chiggers, and um, yeah. sort of like lumbering. I tell you what, actually, that I think they are ex marines, but they've been mutated into the yeah. they look like a sort of crossbreed between the alien race in Prometheus, the sort of statuesque kind of pale aliens and like humans have sort of been mangled it but they reminded me of the zombies in time splitters too <laughs> like the yeah. really sort of oh mutated, god yeah they do like, and the way like, they sort of they, they run at you sort of flailing that comically <laughs> yeah they do yeah. yeah and actually they do loads of damage and it's yeah it's they're ridiculous good. Well, I said to you, didn't I? I was like, hold on. The aliens, the xenomorphs, they're like the perfect killing machines. But these flailing dickhead ape things, they're, they're more formidable. That, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. It's mental. Yeah, I remember thinking, yeah, you, you're right, though. Like, these are way more of a threat. Mm. Never mind. And that was that was the other thing as well. I never felt like the acid blood really ever meant anything. Like, uh-huh. in, in Aliens movie, it was it was so cool when, like, Michael Bean blasted that fucker through the door and he got, mm-hmm. like, a thing of acid on his... And it just chewed through his armour and he yeah. had to, like, get it off and it was smoking and shit. And it was like, oh, yeah, like that's a real problem like that's why the flamethrower is the preferable weapon like you basically can't shoot these things aliens just did really well to sort of 
flesh out this idea of like, oh yeah, it really is the perfect kind of organism. Like you can't, mm-hmm. you can't. <laughs> Whereas in this, it's it, it's just like, no, it's fine. You just shoot them at about fifteen feet, you'll be fine. Like, I mean, I, I can sort of understand from a gameplay standpoint y- how the acid isn't that lethal. Ha- abs- no, ab- absolutely. <laughs> like, I, yeah. you can't. There is a way to do it, and and mm. actually, this brings me back to this is maybe my sort of prevailing point that the aliens license has been. I think it's pretty f- fair to say, with the exception of one or two games, it's broadly been bungled uh, throughout video game history. I mean, I actually... Alien 3 on the Mega Drive sticks out as one that was sort of okay. I remember playing that game. Alien yeah. tri- Aliens Trilogy on the PlayStation. Yeah, I, I wasn't a big fan. I know people do also say, oh, that, that one was all right. It was but, a nice Doom clone, you know? I thought it was decent. Yeah, yeah no, I, I'm sure... As a, and I'm, th- this is the thing, it's... Do you know what? It's a little bit like Bond as well. I think you do end up with something that's decent sometimes, mm. but what you don't end up with is a really good grasp of what makes Alien Alien. And I think the thing that does it well is when the right genre is chosen. Yeah. So if you look at something like Aliens, like Alien Isolation, of course you think, oh yeah, it is first person because it because it sort of has to be. It is a true survival horror. There's, broadly speaking, mm. no combat or very little uh, conventional combat. Yep. And I'm just creeping around and it's and it's scaring the shit out of me. Or, for, I also hold up the two really good games that we've gotten are Isolation and Aliens Infestation on the Nintendo DS. And again, it's a side-scrolling 16-bit style shooter with Metroidvania mechanics set on board the Salako and then the Sephora. Um, and it uses permadeath in a really interesting way. Not permadeath in an overly difficult way, but in similar fashion to something like cannon fodder. It just says, yeah, yeah well, we'll just give you another grunt to fill in your squad, but they've got a new name and they're, they're all like named, you know. So it's just yeah. a nice nice little touch where you think, oh yeah, they're expendable, but like I, I remember their names, you know. Um, Isn't it funny that the movie you think would be perfect for video games struggles? Struggles, yeah. And, and Whereas... This is- you know, the one you like, wouldn't, you would, the 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 less kind of video gamey movie. Yeah, yeah, weird. It actually, ends up being really, good. and it's all yeah. about genre. And the thing mm-hmm. is, you know, you say, oh, you know, the, the acid just wouldn't really work in terms of gameplay mechanics, and you're absolutely right. The problem is, though, is that I still don't think they've hit the right genre. I don't think that the Outriders style three player hive oriented online co op game is the right thing it works in little flashes and flickers you think oh yeah that yeah that last 10 minutes we proper did the thing that they do in the movie Mm. but it's the stuff like the blood it's the stuff like the um you know that with the sort of prometheus stuff where it's sort of its it's vision is kind of diluted a little bit you think yeah i don't know maybe aliens would be would would look different maybe and and of course it's I sort of think about Aliens, Colonial Marines. It's sort of so so tough to look back on that game now with anything but sort of a shudder. But you know, mm. in a funny old way, that might have been that 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 isn't necessarily not the way to do it. You know, I do think first person drives home the sort of feeling of vulnerability a lot more when you don't have that periphery. Yeah, um, I do still think there's a way to do Aliens better. You can have if you imagine like an Alien Isolation, but with but with guns, and you think yeah. Like a Resident Evil style thing, where it's like, okay, like, we, we, but we are going to have a little bit of combat in this, but you're still going to feel like, shit, I'm super vulnerable. I don't know. Mm. There's um, there's just something missing. But no, Aliens Fireteam Elite is is de- it's decent enough, isn't it? It's um, it is. I mean, it it does the job. I mean, 
Yeah, mm. we we enjoyed what we played. We just uh, I don't know about there you, were, but there got, were bits though, weren't there? Yeah, I mean, there, there were there were bad sections. Those enemies sucked. I mean, at least they were only around for one sort of mission, I think. Mm. Mm. Um, a mission or two, and yeah, it, it, I think it was just the kind of rhythm of here's a bit, here's a load of aliens. Then yeah. it goes quiet, prepare for battle, chuck down yeah. a load of turrets, press a button, here they mm. come. <laughs> you know, fight yeah. them off, move on. Yeah. That That yeah. is the entire game, <laughs> in a nutshell. Countdown timer, doors yeah. opening, lifts yeah. going up, self-destructs being triggered, go and mm. get the doodad, slot it into the thingamajig. And it's like, and also you can't... This might just be me, and if there's listeners out there that are sort of screaming in disagreement, fair enough to you. It's just the co-op online game where I've got I got Rich making me laugh in in the headset. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I I just I just can't do you can't do a, a story. You can do a story. Don't get me wrong. It's just oh, don't do it like this. I mean, you know, for starters, what's engaging about a character whose lips don't move? No well. lip sync. There's, uh, we really mean no lip sync. Like, like their lips literally don't move. I thought it was yeah. some sort of t- sort of telepathic property that these marines <laughs> had. Like, talk about yeah. a bloody hive mind. But yeah, uh, you can't. But you, you know, you, if these people debrief back in the hangar and they just spit a load of lore at you and tell you about the history of the company and broadly I think you you rescuing a scientist or something but it's just like and it it does do well to not shove that in you I mean Outriders was bonkers wasn't it it just had like fairly long cutscenes that we yeah. were just sitting there and watching and you know laughing in it because let's face it it had Yagak in them sometimes <laughs> yes so you know but no it, it it's it's a it's a decent enough romp for a few hours aliens mm-hmm. fire team elite and um and it's not one of the it, it hasn't bungled the, the the license i don't i don't think i just think it's it's very middling and there and, and when th- there are certain sections that wear you down and jesus christ do they wear you down i mean yeah. you know these horde things where we would die and oh and there's no checkpoints but if you die at any point in the mission Got to do the whole mission again. Yeah, we yeah, that was frustrating because they're not short missions, really. No, they're, they're, not, they're, they're half like an hour each on average. Half an hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, half an hour progress just gone. Yeah, that that was annoying, wasn't it? That and was any of those challenge cards that you had active that you'd been saving up, they're gone. Mm, it's like, yeah, oh you, come yeah. on. You pop these little cards that give you sort of perks for the. It's like, oh, your guns have uh, like or loads nerfs. of loads of recoil. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, there's loads of recoil on them, so that's a bit of a bad thing. But when you finish, you'll get two times the XP or something. But it's like, if you pop one of them and then you die, the card's gone. Also, if you pop one of them and you get a connection error and you get disconnected, which happened to us multiple times, yeah. the card the card's gone as well. Yeah. So even though you've uh, not used it at all, basically. No. No, no, we just went completely yeah. unused because it kicked me out. And ugh. but mm-hmm. no, yeah, um, I wish them well. Cold Iron Studios, fair enough. Um, Best Aliens game since well, what was the last? I mean, I'm not talking Alien Isolation. I'm talking Aliens since Infestation on the DS. Then, uh, well, Colonial Marines was after that. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. I'm not counting that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, pro- pro- probably uh, in Infestation. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, by default, one of the best aliens games ever made. <laughs> you heard <laughs> it here, mad. folks. Yeah. you heard it here. One of, if not the second best aliens game ever made. So yeah. there you go. Yeah, yeah. My God. 
Oh dear. Um, in the meantime, I've uh, I've been playing Psychonauts two. Nice. Which um, so far is is very 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 good. Mm. Um, I've played like a few hours, a good sort of four or five hours of it, and I'm kind of I'm getting into it. Uh, did did you? I can't remember. Did you play Psychonauts back in the day? No, I I, I think I've told the story before how I had it on my crappy old laptop and it couldn't run it properly oh yes so i played for about five minutes with the frame rate sort of going all over the place and i was like i can't do this Mm. um so no i didn't i I played five ten minutes of (laughs) choppy frame rate-ness and gave up no yeah well it's it's um it's it's decent stuff it it, it is decent stuff it's um it's tim schaefer so mm-hmm. you know, I know him well. Yeah, you, good you know, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've met him once, so yeah, we're good mates. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, yeah, I've never met him, but I did go to a talk that he did, um, where he was very, very funny. He was talking about writing in games, and I, and he was very, uh, very illuminating, very witty, sort of self-deprecating, mm-hmm. and that comes across in his games. I think probably the best game he's ever done is. Grim Fandango, I think, okay. for, for my right. money. I think it's truly, truly tremendous, that game. I mean, that was a sort of classic, the kind of last hurrah of the LucasArts, like, adventure games of the night. I think Grim Fandango was, like, 98 or 99. Right. So it was, like, yeah. you know, tank controls and 3D graphics. But just the quality of the writing and the story was there, if not mm. wholly held up by the by the gameplay. It was. You know, do you remember those old crazy, like, lateral thinking puzzles where you just think, how the fuck was I supposed to know? that yeah i mean it's a bit i remember playing broken sword 2 and some of the puzzles in that i know that's not lucasfilm by the way just point and click in general yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. some of the puzzles in that were just completely insane Mm. just like no logic though no (laughs) no intrinsic logic really (laughs) yeah it was bonkers famous with that and it happens to work oh right okay yeah yeah and it was there was the one with the goat was like the infamous one uh, oh, in on, five, yeah. In, in five, where you couldn't get past the goat and the solution mm. was absolutely insane. Psychonauts, less so on that front. In fact, actually, I remember when the original Psychonauts came out in 2005. Um, it was one of those... It was a really weird thing, you know, because the people that were excited for Psychonauts back in the day were upset or or let's say the people that that liked tim schaefer and the people that were kind of really really up for a double fine game mm-hmm. um or actually i think that might have been the first game under the double fine umbrella um really? i think so i think psychonauts was its first thing uh they were really annoyed that it was a platformer well yeah it was like this really funny thing where they were like yeah tim schaefer yeah loving it jokes loving the humor loving all of that oh it's a platformer and it was this weird um genre mashup where people were really upset i didn't really have that uh even even back then i didn't really have that because the thing is it was just a terrific platformer as well um yeah psychonauts 2 very much carries on in that vein it picks up um ex- like immediately after the events of the first game and rhombus of ruin which was the thing oh. that came out on uh yeah psvr no? psvr yeah um, oh, so am I going to have to play that? Am I going to have to buy a VR headset and play that before I can play this? <laughs> no, it gives you a, a very nice story recap right at the beginning okay. of Psychonauts 2 where Raz, the hero, Raz Sputin, sort of 
talks about his 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 adventures in in the in the first game and in Rhombus of Ruin because I haven't played Rhombus of Ruin I really want to actually and I want mm-hmm. to want to pinch the work uh, VR thing and so yeah. I can play Rhombus of Ruin because it's meant to be really really good um but no mm-hmm. they give you a recap and then it's straight on into the sequel and the charm of the game is still there which is to say that one of the the thing the reason that Psychonauts was so good was that um, it was very, very mature at the same time as being very, very immature. And by that, what I mean is it, a lot of the reasons that people um, praised something like Silent Hill 2 was because it was very, very... I mean, and I think Silent Hill 2 was only a 15, if memory's... Oh, no, maybe it was an 18. Anyway, Silent <laughs> Hill 2, obviously a very, very grisly, nasty game. Yeah. But one of, the, one of the reasons people praise it was that it was really, really mature in its storytelling. It was very, very subtle. Um, it told a lot of its story through the designs of its enemies and it told a quite harrowing story about the mental health of its main character and that would but Mm. it didn't tell it overtly you sort of you picked through it and you sort of realized actually some of these enemy designs represent you know aspects of 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 grief and of the things that we know about this chap james sunderland and the funny thing about psychonauts which was this bright colorful sort of looks a bit like that movie where they do you know but do you remember james and the giant peach in like the early do, in the yeah. early 90s or the late it's got that yeah. funny thing Mid-90s where it's like maybe. i think it was yeah mid midnight mm. where it was like it's stop motion but it's like a sort of tim burton-esque it's kind, kind of coraline ish exactly it? yeah good mm. spot yeah yeah coral yes yeah, exactly like that basically um and you're sort of thinking, oh, okay, so it's you know it's going to have a laugh, and it does have a laugh, but it, but a lot of the stuff that's in it, um, <laughs> in quite similar fashion to Silent Hill Two, um, sort of pulled together quite complicated ideas about people's interior landscape, the landscape in people's heads, jumping into because the whole premise of the game is you jump into people's heads, and people's brains are kind of or their minds are, re- are represented in these big platforming hubs. So you'll get like a person who's a, who's uh, obsessed with like hospitals or something and yeah. you'll you'll be jumping around and you and you're jumping over like x-rays and things like that because that's their interior space or whatever but it was it was played quite overtly like it wasn't subtle mm. uh, but it made you laugh because it drew these these sort of visual these very witty kind of like visual uh, gags and sort of made fun of them but then it would shock you by being quite earnest like one of the running things they have you find these little tags like a little tag that you'd get on like a a suitcase when you're at the airport or something and Mm -hmm. you have to you have to sort of uh you find them throughout the levels and then and then here and there you'll find like luggage and you put the tag on the luggage and it turns out that's someone's emotional baggage you know, oh, so nice. it's like, so it's like a re- and you know, it's just like, but they they send the, they keep sending these zingers at you, um, and you you sort of think it, it's 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 so it is quite clever, it is quite witty, but it doesn't doesn't sort of rub your face in it. It's happy to fire off a gag at you and then quite quickly move on. Um, and some of the stories are like really 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 affecting. You find out what's bothering these people's heads. And in the new game, I was, I was playing Psychonauts too. They do this really nice idea where you have to influence someone. There's a, there's a teacher at the um at the their 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 headquarters is called the Mother Lobe. Um, yeah, of and she doesn't want them to go out on this mission. And so you go you go into her head. And you have to, you see all these little clouds of ideas in her head. And you use this mechanic where you like zip line between these, 
clouds and it's simultaneously a way to travel very fast through the environment um, but at the same time you're linking ideas in her head so like in one of the clouds it'll say like risk and then another one of the clouds it'll say like delight so if you zip between the two clouds you fire a little synapse between them and all of a sudden she, she takes delight in the idea of risk so it's almost like inception in a way um, mm. but it's just clever it just, the way that it fuses those two things um, and manages manages to be sort of like funny and also heartfelt whilst also, <laughs> whilst also being like a decent platformer with a whole host of interesting platforming mechanics you know, all your your psi powers like your levitation your pyrokinesis yeah. you know, all that sort of stuff returns and it's a very and it's a very it's a it's a very pretty game um, it is more it is so far it is more of the same um, what, like how that's going to strike I mean if you've been holding out since 2005 and you've wanted this game for so long and it's finally here then more of the same is exactly what you want and I don't yeah. know that it's it's quite going to have I don't think it can quite have the same impact as I mean Psychonauts was a real cult classic it was a, mm-hmm. and it sort of grew to be a, a cult classic as the, as the years went on so Psychonauts 2 it'll be received by its audience very fondly yeah um, but I don't know that it's gonna. I mean, I will. I will continue with it to see if it really, really shocks me. But so far, I'm having. A, I'm having a whale of a time with it, and um, I, I don't know if it's gonna. If it's gonna hold up to the original. I've actually. I've got the original for comparison, so I might yeah. sort of fire that up. Um, I, I need to play them. I, I haven't played either of them, so mm. um, yeah, I've got Psychonauts one downloaded. Actually, with I had every intention of uh, playing it, but yeah. Mm. Yeah, I've been it's, playing it's, other um, stuff instead. It is worth it is worth doing if you if you get a moment. They are terrific. Right. But yeah, Psychonauts two. It's on uh, it's on Game Pass or it will be on Game Pass. It's out tomorrow, isn't it? Tomorrow, well, today, I think today, so. the day this podcast goes out. <laughs> yes, so you can play yes. that right now. Very good, very good, exciting. Uh, right, we are not going to talk about Ghost of Tsushima director's cut. We got um, Ghost of Tsushima director's this, cut. How about this? Ghost Tsushima, Director's Cut, Icky Island and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get it on PS5 now. Really good. Mm. There you it's, go. re- it's really good. Done it. Yeah. Done it. We've done a be- it. A better version of the game, basically. Yeah. Oh, um, it's just wonderful. I tell you what, maybe next week, if it's one of those annoying weeks where it's like, oh, we're under embargo for this other thing, and oh, we don't quite, oh, we can't talk about that. Maybe we'll just do a little thing on Ghost Tsushima next week. Well, um, I'm going to have stuff. I think. Uh, yeah. I think I'm going to have some things. Okay. But yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see how we go. Maybe you'll have things right. that are under embargo. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Who knows? All right. Yeah, well, listen, stuff. have a jingle and uh, I'm going to fire some news off at you. Half-Life 3 already happened and it was called Bioshock. And all of those things that Half-Life did and did so wonderfully well were picked up by Irrational and that's where it went. Half-Life 3 would be brilliant. When we get it, if we get it, never ever going to get it. When we Item number one on the news agenda is one that actually makes me quite happy uh, because I didn't enjoy the game tremendously, but I thought the studio was really talented and I'm happy to see it do well. It's Biomutant. Um, oh, yeah. It's sold a million copies since launch. Fair play. That's Fair pretty good. Fair enough. That's really, really good. Um, did you not... Sorry, did you not play that, did you say? No, I reviewed it. 
All right. Did you did you like it? I can't remember. I thought I liked bits of it. I liked some of it. The the narration was bonkers. It never shut up. Oh, you could yeah. turn it. You could turn it down. You could. Right. There was an option in the menu where you could actually turn down the frequency. With so I think they knew that even then. Um, <laughs> and I did. And I did turn it down. But it was just. The combat stuff. The ambition was crazy, and I really admire the the the, the studio for that. Like Experiment One Hundred and One was a studio that made Biomutant. Yeah, and you, and and it was one of those games where I think to myself, man, if someone gives these guys a big old budget, I mean, and it was, and I think. I might be getting this wrong, but I think it was like a studio of only like twelve people or something, like a really. Are you, are you thinking of the Ascent? <laughs> That was 12 oh. people. Oh, maybe. Mm. Maybe. I don't oh, know. But I, th- I think Experiment 101 might be like 15 people or something. Mm. It's a low number of employees. Um, and I remember thinking, wow, like, you know, it's it really tries it on with this sort of Breath of the Wild open world and stuff. Ultimately, just the combat, it couldn't really sustain the runtime. It was quite, well, I found it quite quite repetitive and, and, and a little bit janky, which maybe okay. is to be expected given the size of the thing. But yeah, it's sold more than a million copies. This came in um, the parent company, Embracer Group, released an earnings report and they said, uh, quote, the main revenue driver in the quarter uh, was the release of Biomutant from Experiment 101. So far, the game sold more than a million. So fair enough, I'm like super happy to see them because one of the things I said in my review was just like, Got my eye on that studio. Like the fu- the future looks bright for them because mm. yeah. Plus well, that game had little raccoon fellas running around. Well, I mean there you go. Yeah, that's, that's all you want. Well, that that and monkeys. Mon- yeah. Yes. Yeah. Monkeys. Um. Cats. Mm-hmm. Dogs. Whatever. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Little known game called The Elder Scrolls V, aka oh, yeah. Roman S- numeral five. Scrimmage, yeah. Mm. Colon scrimmage. Mm. Um, it's it's they've done an, they've done another one, man. They've 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 only gone and done another one. Twenty fifth, uh, no, not twenty fifth, twentieth. No, not even no, twenty. What am I talking about? Tenth. Two thousand and one Skyrim on yeah, the PS two. Two thousand eleven. <laughs> ten years. Oh, I don't know. It's because Quake had its twenty fifth. Maybe that's why I'm getting mixed up. Yes, I've also got that down on the news because that's a funny little thing you texted me about the other day. Um, mm. But yeah, it's Skyrim Anniversary Edition. I it seems because it was only five years. Was it twenty sixteen when they did the Skyrim? I want to say special edition. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and that was basically Skyrim sharpened up resolution. On what's the difference to this one? So this one has um, all the content from the twenty eighteen special edition because apparently they had like extra they had extra content. Whether that amounts to like missions or quests, I'm not sure. I'm sorry, I'm not actually the Skyrim guy. If there's, if there's, I know you are, or do you like you? you I did the well when it came out. I did the base game. I got the thousand G. Did all of that, oh, but then never went back for DLC or any of that stuff. Oh, wow. Did you not? Okay. No, I put in 80 hours and I never went back and did anything else. Well, I think 80 is enough. That's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you've, you've, you've paid your dues. Um, yeah, so, but in addition to that, this new version has apparently over 500 pieces of unique content from the game's creation club. Uh, these include pre-existing uh, and new quests, dungeons, bosses, weapons, spells, and more. But they've been like taken from that, polished up, put into the game as part of the game. Like I think the best ones from that 
creation club or whatever okay. and I was sort of part of it and I and I pr- presumably this has all the DLC and because it, it, the special yeah, edition yeah, yeah. in 2018 had all that didn't it it was mm-hmm. um, was it 2018 uh, I thought you 20, said 2016 I feel like it was 2016 actually but then what I've got written down here says the 20 maybe there was oh was there another one in 2018 oh god I don't know I can't keep up do you know I think there was I think this is like bloody GTA 5 isn't it it's like they've released it about a hundred times um, anyway it's out November 11th I'm, I might get it because I've never properly gone I tried Skyrim on the 360 and I I liked it for sort of seven eight hours I just I just couldn't stick with it I, it for whatever reason I just I you'd don't love know. it I think if you did get into it you'd, you'd enjoy it it's great I mean it's really really good it's one of the most memorable and enjoyable yeah. open world RPGs I've ever played. I do, I yeah, I do sort of feel like I I I should bloody do that. I I'll, mm. I will get round to it. Maybe, perhaps I'll get this anniversary thing and see what goes on there. Yeah, why not? But yeah, it's out on everything on the uh, on November eleventh. Yeah, but yeah, you bring up Quake, uh, Quake, yep. a surprise enhanced edition. Rich Walker's got it. Um, twenty mm-hmm. fifth anniversary, so it's four K resolution, widescreen support, enhanced models, dynamic lighting, depth of field. In similar vein to Bethesda's classic Doom releases in 2019, uh, the package comes with both expansions for Quake and add-on support. There's going to be more add-ons released over the next few months, starting with Quake 64. And there's a brand new uh, Dimension of the Machine episode created by Machine Games, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. Uh, yeah. cr- cross-play, single-player, multiplayer. Anyone who already owns Quake on Steam or the Bethesda launcher will get the upgrade for free. Um, yeah, there's a patch on next-gen consoles for native 4K and 120 hertz support. It's just a little surprise drop of Quake. Mm. I'm mm-hmm. loving it. When you because you texted me about that and you said, "Mate, Quake's only gone and bloody come out again." <laughs> yeah, just out of nowhere. It's during QuakeCon they announced it. There was rumours of a um, enhanced Quake popping up. Huh. Um, but yeah, it, there it is, just dropped. There it be. And it's like ah, oh, lovely, and it's on Game Pass if you got Game Pass. So. That's a nice surprise, isn't it? Hop on there. Yeah, but it's, I love it's actually quite cheap. It's only like eight quid. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, there, there was this fella in my school in IT class who put Quake on the R drive, which Ooh. was like the shared drive. So basically anyone who did IT with uh, with Mr. Larkin, shout out to Mr. Larkin, by the way, great teacher. Mm. Um but if you were sat on the computer bank that that he couldn't see, you just always see like five, four or five people that are just uh, loaded up Quake because Andy Toll had put it on the uh, on the shared drive. So fair see, play to Andy. One of the teachers had put I can't remember whether it was Doom Quake or something like that. <laughs> He'd put that on a shared drive that was hidden. But oh one my of God. my friends went into one of the terrapin huts. One of the sort of little, what? you know, those little sort of wooden annex huts. Oh, yeah, 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 I know the ones. Huts. Yeah, right. I don't know why. Um, and managed to find it somehow, and we were playing it, and the IT teachers came in, caught us. Oh we all had letters sent home to our parents, <laughs> and we got, like, told off and all that. But it's like, well, why? You put it on there, and that's not our fault we found it. What do you expect? We just, we just found it. Yeah, you can't expect that. We're just kids, you know. I got the letter home. My mum got it and went, what's this? I went, oh, yeah, we just played a video game in there. And she's like, oh, okay. There's nothing. There's nothing. <laughs> brilliant, no brilliant. punishment whatsoever. Who she cares? She didn't care. She didn't yeah, care. Exactly. Love Rubbish. It. Yeah. Fair play. Um, mm. What do you make of... Actually, you're not that excited for Halo. You're not really a big Halo guy, are you? <sighs> I like Halo. I have played them all. I've just lost track of the story, and I don't know. 
the prospect of Halo does bore me a little bit. It doesn't I'm really sorry. Grab you, I'm not it? being. No, I'm try- listen. Not, I'm not trying agree. to be wayward I... or you know no, edgy no. or you know. I, I don't. I, genuinely I don't just... think that is. I. I. I to be honest, yeah. I think you're right on the money. So it's ever since Bungie left, I mean, I say this is a big. I love Halo. It's one of the most important. It's not even about Bungie leaving, to be honest, because I I enjoyed three, four, threes ones. I thought four and five were fine. Oh. Not as good as one, two, three. No, well, different leagues to one, two, and three. Yeah, me. I mean, but it still, even... all right. They're de- they're de- they're decent shoes. Yeah. They're actually they're less good. They are less good, in my opinion, at replicating the Halo of old than the Coalition games are at. At hitting on well, the gears games of old. Yeah, no I mean, I I see little in the way of kind of um, seams between Epic and the Coalition. I see fewer of them with three four three. I mean, the biggest thing with three four three is that they just don't have Marty O'Donnell, and the music is so fucking huge in Halo. Mm. It just it's. I mean, imagine just watching a Star Wars film without... Well, you don't have to imagine that. Just watch Rogue One and you think, oh, yeah, Michael Giacchino is good, but they're not John Mm. Williams. So the music does so much heavy lifting in Halo, but also just the story and the campaign. I mean, I'm a big single-player campaign guy. Anyway, the news is Halo (laughs) Infinite won't have campaign co-op or forge at launch. Yeah, I don't really care about forge. Neither do I. fannied about in that and been like yeah that's fun but I'm not a big uh, yeah. you know creative sandbox guy anyway <laughs> me, but me campaign too, co-op yeah. that's pretty integral I would argue it, it would be quite good because for me and you to play that in co-op that would be definitely fun. yeah um, that would be like an easy way to, to just get way into that I mean it doesn't mm. bother me personally because my thing for Halo Infinite was I'm up for it I thought that reveal video looked cool I know what people will say about the graphics I don't really care about that I just thought the art direction looked cool very, yeah. very clearly trying to evoke the original Halo Combat Evolved. And I'm going to play that campaign and I'm going to enjoy it. I don't really care much about Forge. I know a lot of people do. And I know that it's very important because 343 are kind of building Infinite as the, the Halo platform of the next 10 years. Um, mm. So all of these things. But anyway, 343 has confirmed uh, that it will be missing campaign co-op and Forge. The news, it was part of a developer update video uh, from the studio. And the head of creative, Joseph Statton, apologized for the delay. Um, he did say he admitted that campaign co-op was fundamental uh, to the Halo experience. However, because so the game that could meet its intended launch window, they made the really tough decision to delay the mode. Uh, they're currently aiming for campaign co-op to arrive three months after launch in time for season two. Uh, mean See, Forge. What? Oh, sorry. Go on. Sorry. What I don't understand about the lack of campaign co-op is like, why wasn't it in the game from the get-go? Like. That if it's integral, why isn't it there? Complete. It's weird. It. I, I don't. It's not like they've never had it before, yeah. and this is a new feature they're trying to integrate. And they're like, "Oh, how'd you do it?" <laughs> I mean, I don't know about <laughs> game development, so I might be coming off sound like a bit of a churlish. No, no, no. Child, I know. But yeah. it just seems odd to me as a. It, as do, a it does. It does. I no. I agree. I agree. I don't understand. I'm sure you know. I'm sure they have. I'm sure they have their reasons. But it is a little disheartening, especially mm. considering the game's already been delayed for a year. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sort of supposed to be there at the launch of the Series X, and it wasn't, and that really hurt. But they're saying Forge will make its way into the game six months after launch. Um, right. In the grand scheme of things, I, I imagine it'll be one of those things where, if it's supposed to be the Halo platform. 
for the next 10 years people will look back at the sort of tr- at the sort of slow drip launch release once all the content is there you know if that say for argument's sake that takes six months or a year or something you've then presumably got nine years of bliss following that so maybe in the grand scheme of things all this won't matter a great deal but if you're a fan and you're looking forward to you know, looking forward to this stuff at launch. A little bit annoying. Uh, Staten said, quote, Our number one priority is making sure that whatever we ship, whenever we ship it, it needs the right quality bar across all platforms. And when we looked at these two experiences, at Campaign Co-op and at Forge, we made the determination that they're just not ready. Um, and as a studio, we don't want to ship things if they're not ready. So people can play them, have fun, and have a nice, stable performance experience. Um but yeah, the team also acknowledged the shooter's lack uh, of a specific release date. They're, apparently, they're still uh, targeting um, the rest of the game for holiday 2021. Um, okay. But uh, they say they hope to have uh, more information um, on a specific release date soon. So, you know. Okay. We shall see. Keep yeah. our eyes and ears open. But yeah, I am. I am still looking forward to it. You know, I don't. Uh, um, I, I, I appreciate three four three, and they're yeah. a bloody, bloody talented studio. It's just for me the sort of because the campaign is just so important to me. Like, yeah. It's just no co-op is um, unimaginable. Yeah, man. But hey ho, that them's the mm. breaks. Uh, a Saints Row reboot is uh, is being teased uh, mm. for a Gamescom reveal. Uh, host Jeff Keighley posted fans on Twitter that they will be, quote, bossing it, which is a strange turn of phrase, uh, with announcements this year. This alludes to the uh, player character of the series known as Boss. Boss Hog. Boss Hog. To really hammer it home. Uh, the tweet included artwork with the signature Saints Row Fleur de Lis logo with the word rebooting written on it. Yeah. Um, same image also appears on the official website, which Keighley linked to... In the tweet, what do you make of this, Richmond? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're going to reboot anything, it's probably a good idea to reboot Saints Row because with four, <laughs> they didn't really leave many places left to go, really, did they? I don't know. I, d- I think I, pl- I played three, and um, yeah, four I, uh, four was nutty. And, really? Uh, yeah, I mean, th- if you thought three was, you know. A bit excessive then. <laughs> Four w- w- went above, way above and beyond that. I oh, did it really. Well, it's, so yeah, it's if, a if funny. You continued that story. I really uh, like. Yeah, where like, the hell would you go? I don't think I'm going to get because uh, three was pretty bonkers. Obviously, well, um, four's I, just stupidly fun because you're a superhero. Y- right. Yeah. Yeah, and it's insanely fun. It's like crackdown powers and stuff. Basically, oh like God. jump, like yeah, sky high leaps, and I th- yeah. think you could glide. I can't remember; it's been a while since I played it, but yeah, yeah. Like, I don't. The vehicles I don't know. were redundant because you could just leap across the city. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I really don't like it when things turn ridiculously into something that they never were. And like, there are some people who are a lot more chilled out about it than I am, and just play it for what it is and go, "Yeah, this is bonkers fun." And then there's me going, "Yeah, this just started out as a San Andreas clone, and now it's fucking Superman. What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> and I look at Saints Row Four, and they got all these stupid people with these crazy rabbit helmets or something. I don't know what's going on in it, and and I just think this—it looks like. Um, 
you know the, the it look, what does it look like it looks like the lego movie or something you know when everything at the beginning of the lego mm. movie when everyone's singing everything is awesome like yeah. saints row just looks like this crazy fever dream of what the hell is going on in this game why um, that you make that sound like a bad thing yeah oh, well i look at it and i can't i, it, I, I can't think of anything i sort of want f- you to play four just really? I, i'd love to get your opinion on it yeah i, th- I feel like there's a good feature in there somewhere Josh plays Saints Row 4 and yeah, his reaction. <laughs> fair enough. Fair right. enough. Uh, this one's kind of interesting. I think I'm going to end on this one because it's oh, well, yeah, the, okay. because the people that were waiting on this to end have been waiting for a bloody long time. Uh, <laughs> so like nine years later. Oh, yeah. I know yeah. Do, uh, yeah. It's a weird. Refunds or something, isn't it? Well, no, no. It's um, the developers. Oh, that's rest- it. Sorry. Pay. <laughs> pay <laughs> the, re- the refunds. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> kind of I mean yeah uh, they're, money's they're pe- involved money's involved um, mm. time has passed uh, Kingdoms of Amalur which is one of those games the people people talk about uh, cult classics we sort of talked about earlier Kingdoms of Amalur was was really one of them wasn't it it was kind of like a and they re-released it recently and that people were champing yeah. at the bit for it like re- the people that loved it really loved it and mm. then most people have never heard of it I think but um <clears throat> Anyway, the staff that worked on Kingdoms of Amalur, nine years on from its uh, from its original release, uh, have received their, their their final paycheck. But it's only apparently, anyway, only twenty percent of what they were owed. No way. Yeah. Well, then they so, haven't then. Well, that yeah. So this is this is a report from Eurogamer, um, and it says apparently it's company mismanagement, um, and 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 poor sales of the game. Uh, meant that 38 studios collapsed shortly after it became clear that Kingdoms of Amalur was not going to be a World of Warcraft-style hit. Um, apparently, 400 developers were were adrift when the when the studio collapsed, and 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 had still been waiting uh, for their final for their final paycheck. But uh, there's a a report on Bloomberg about it. Uh, that states that the staff now are receiving their last paycheck, uh, but apparently, and this comes via GamesIndustry.biz, it's just a fraction of of what they are actually owed. So it almost it right. almost feels like a sort of token, uh, a token gesture. Uh, allegedly, this is uh, they said that it's fourteen percent uh, of their of their final of their final earnings. Those based in Maryland get twenty percent. Mm. So, so there's there's lots of weird little wrinkles. It's like it's like half a good story and then half. Wait a minute, what? Why? Um, yeah, because yeah, it, 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 it was a whole mess with they had to sift through bankruptcy and then. So it's been it's been delayed for for for, for all this time. It's crazy. It's um, crazy. But yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, what a saga. Yeah, yeah. Shut down in 2012. Uh, the studio based in Rhode Island. They'll get 14 percent of what they're owed. Um, and those who worked at the Maryland office will apparently receive twenty uh, percent. But I think yeah, how exciting this was when it was announced with you know, who's it like? Uh, who's doing the artwork? Was it? It wasn't Todd McFarlane, was it? Uh, and R. A. Oh. Salvatore doing the story, and yeah. Ken Ralston who did I mean, the Elder Scrolls Oblivion or whatever. He was yeah. involved like, like an all-star team. And you, the sort and it was of travelling Wilburys. Like, yeah, and then just all this you, you could never have. Foresaw, foreseen this mess. Yeah. This Although fallout. actually, there Just, is a oh. really good precedent if you think about it. Um, Supergroups. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose. Um, yeah. You know, uh, you, you look at PT. Um, mm. You look at this. Certainly, 
You look at uh, what was the, what was the other really big? Um, look at Wham! They broke up. Yeah, uh, well, well, mm. and the Traveling Wilburys as well. Yeah, there you go. Super Creative groups, differences. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It, do- it doesn't work. But, you know, you get these egos in a room together. It doesn't work. But although this one just sort of seemed like it was apparently the the debts that the company went in, it was like 150.7 million that the yeah. company owed to over a thousand well, creditors. Yeah. So that's uh, not. We won't lay <laughs> we that should, at the feet. I was going to say we should point out that <laughs> it, it wasn't that at all. No. No. No, and uh, I think THQ Nordic now have the IP rights, and that's why mm-hmm. they did that. They did, they did that remaster. But anyway, yeah. anyway, look here, you. It's about huh. time to get quizzical. Matt won last week, so you've, you're out for blood this week. Oh, right? he bloody did, didn't he? Oh, I'm yeah, gonna have him. He pipped it at the end. He, he did yeah. pip it at the end, but um, sort of thing he does, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, Pipper. he was on it right from the beginning, but then he, but then he, he sort of had to wrangle out the right answer a, a few minutes later. But yeah, he was mm. on the trail. But yeah. Anyway, yeah, get, yeah, get your bloody um, get your game in order, and I'll give you a jingle. Okay. All right. Well, are you guys ready? I personify a place, it's a video game setting. Do we need the rules at this point? I read out a number of clues as this personified setting. You say stop if at any point you have inklings and rumblings of ideas, and then you say what that place is. If you say it and it's the right place, you win. Stop. Stop. I'll go through the clues as many times as you like. And I have, as ever, backup clues. Because I don't like draws. It's time for the quiz. We're joined by Matt from upstairs. Hello, Matt from upstairs. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I've been deep in a lot of games. I've been playing Nino Kuni. I've been playing Demon Souls, and I've been playing Psychonauts too. Oh, uh, why Nino Kuni? Play- yeah, I was going to say Nino Kuni. Where's that come from? Which one? The first one, the original. Uh what the Wrath HD of the thingy. White Witch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Wrath. That- yes, that one. Yeah, yeah. Is mm. that the one that came out on? When did that come out? The new version. The new version. Oh, the new version. Fairly Quite recently. recent, wasn't it? Yeah. It's basically an it's an HD port. Isn't yeah, it? All of, well, the, no. of the PS3 one. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. You've been playing it on Switch, or yeah, I, I I bought it like a year ago and just never started playing it. So I started playing mm. it over the weekend, then got back into Demon Souls, and now I'm on the Psychonauts two review. Nice. That's funny because I was just thinking the other day I had a real craving to play Demon Souls again, and I really really want to. Oh, it's so good. I, I hit a wall of it a while back, but it's so good. <laughs> it's yeah, terrific, terrific game. Yeah, well, I, uh, cool. Psychonauts two. What do you think so far? Liking it? Yeah, really good. Really good. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Bloody, bloody good. Right, okay, you guys, get your bloody... Matt won last week. I was saying to Rich, I was g him up. Matt, you, you picked it last week. We'll see see yeah. what happens this week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see if I can slay yeah. Rich again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, very nice. Yeah. Uh, right, <laughs> clue number one. Clue number one. My first appearance in a video game was in 1979. Oh, one of these, I is hate it? these, I hate these. One of these... <laughs> Rubbish. <laughs> and my most recent appearance, actually, was in 2018. Mm. Mm. Okay. Uh, clue S- number two. Stop. Oh, uh, Matt Lorigan. Is it the Death Star from Star Wars Battlefront? <laughs> in- incorrect. Okay. Uh, would that, yeah, I suppose that would be a setting. Yeah, because you go in. Do you go in the Death Star in that game? I don't know. Do. It's a place. Yeah, uh, probably. I don't know. No, I don't remember, yeah. actually. People are on board uh, it. Yeah, well, that's true, yeah. Um, right, clue number two. Uh, I've been the setting for a truly terrible uh, video game, but I've also been the setting uh, for several really good ones. Mm. Okay. 
Mm. But like that tells us absolutely nothing. <laughs> clue. That, that well, clue's redundant. You might as well just go. It's a big license game. I, I, tell, I, tell, I tell you what. In that clue, though, there's there's one detail. When I add some spice, funnily enough, that might be the clue that blows it wide open. But I'm not oh, okay. going to add the spice just yet. Got but we'll see. We'll yeah. see. You keep in uh, the soy sauce sachet. Keep the soy sauce sachet on the side uh, on the counter. You, exa- Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. Although I, soy sauce is not really spicy. No, it's more of a seasoning than a spice. Right, right? Fine I mean, curry was, sauce. Wasa- wasabi is what you go for. Shut you know, up, in that, in that shut up. I was thing. thinking of the pot noodle. Get your spice in order. Yeah, you uh, don't get wasabi sachets with pot noodles. What are you talking about? Maybe mm. no, you do that get with a little yeah. Aldi, Aldi sushi packs. Although it's not yeah, wasabi, right. is it? It's horseradish that's dyed green. That's another another thing entirely. Is it, is it really? Yeah. Oh, that's scandalous. I know. Clue number, clue number three. Uh, most famous, pr- probably most famous... Mm. Uh, for being visited by aliens. Alien. Yeah, that was uh, aliens. <laughs> oh, I, you I said alien. you say alien, and I was you like, "That's off. the clue, isn't it?" <laughs> <laughs> well, let the well see what the listeners say because obviously they'll get the quality of the sound recording. Because if 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 Discord cut off the S on the end of that, then that's going to be a Discord tampered clue, which would be a fir- which would be a first for the podcast quiz. But no, yeah, most famous for being visited. <laughs> <laughs> being visited by aliens. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for um, clarifying. Clue, clue number. Uh, what do you call it? That was three. So this one will be four. Uh, I was originally built in 1939, and I was rebuilt by EA. In and this is the game I'm looking for. This is the game I'm looking oh, for. Bloody hell. I was rebuilt by Electronic Arts in 2006. And it was the first time that I was an open world. Well, I hate this. Oh, what? Because this is now should be, in theory, unbelievably obvious. An EA open world... Okay. Clue number five, uh, four, five. Two thousand six. I know. I do number the clues on my sheet, but on the fly, I never <laughs> get the order. Them. Yes, I'm like, no, no, no. I'm actually going to do that one afterwards. Yeah, you like to switch out. it up sometimes right yeah. at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Before you've even yeah. done the first clue, you're like, yeah. yeah. So, some could argue that I should do that before, but I, I, I like to do things on the fly. <laughs> uh, clue number five. Um, I think it's fair to say. I think it's fair to say. Uh, that my neighbouring city might be more famous than I am. Mm. Oh, God. This this is hard, this. What I'm gonna do, what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna give you the I'm gonna give you the spice clues and then clue number six, because clue number six might blow it wide open. Okay. Mm, okay. So, spicy clues. First appearance in a video game, nineteen seventy-nine. Most recent appearance in a video game, two thousand and eighteen. I was originally built in nineteen thirty-nine. And and actually I've been. Oh I've wait, been re- wait re- why did I skip that clue? Okay, yeah. Go on, sorry. Uh, and I was been rebuilt many times, but I, I was rebuilt by EA uh-huh. in 2006, and it was the first time I was built as an open world. Uh, mm-hmm. Clue number three. I have been the setting of a truly terrible video game and several 
pretty good ones as well. In fact, some would argue several really good ones, but it comes down to your taste in genre. Stop. Most famous, Matt Lorigan. Is it San Francisco from Watch Dogs 2? Incorrect. Okay. Okay. Most famous for being visited by aliens. What is that about? Wait. No. I'm thinking like Roswell, but that's not so. Yeah, I was thinking Roswell briefly. It doesn't. doesn't, uh, Yeah. But no, it's not going to be that. Most famous. It doesn't fit with anything else. Most famous for being visited by aliens. My neighbouring city might be more famous than I am. Hmm. Stop. Matt Lorigan. Wait, no, ignore me. I had a place in mind, but I have no idea what the game is, so... Oh, wait, no, no wait, change mind, stop. <laughs> Matt Lorigan. Is it Washington from The Division 2? Incorrect. Is it the 2018 game you're after? I'm after the game from 2006. From 2006. All right, I'm going to have a punt. Stop. Rich Walker. Is it Roswell from Area 51? That Incorrect. was a game, wasn't it? It was indeed. It had David Black Duchovny. Site, Black Sight Area 51. <laughs> indeed. Clue <clears throat> number six. Um, oh. I'm, I'm most accessible by air. <sighs> what? What? This is even... You, uh, what? Uh, this is the worst one you've done, Josh. Yeah, it's, it's so specific <laughs> that it absolutely... <laughs> There's no way we shouldn't get it, and yet we're not gonna. <laughs> Me and Matt are united in hating you right now. <laughs> yeah, this Excellent. is that's a victory for me then. Right, <laughs> originally built in uh, 1939, and I'll give you some extra extra spice. Right, yeah. I was rebuilt by EA Tiburon. I think that oh, they're now, they're now be- defunct. EA Tiburon. All right, stop. Oh, is it, Walker. Is it a football stadium from the Madden NFL series? <laughs> Incorrect. That's not that one, is it? <clears throat> I was rebuilt uh, by EA Tiburon in 2006 as an from, open world. Uh, the, yeah, the open world <laughs> stadium in Madden NFL 2006. <laughs> yeah, you know the one. To tie in <clears throat> with a movie. Oh, oh. God. Come oh. on. This should be easy now. 2006 no, movies, No, but they did so many. EA made so many games. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Do you know what the annoying thing is? 2006 was a couple of years before I got into the industry. Well, I'm not in the industry, but, you know, I became a journo. So, I'm... Clue number three, struggling. I've been the setting for a truly terrible game. Uh, an, oh, a truly famously... And iconically terrible video game. Iconically and several terrible. really good ones. Oh. And and for, 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 for some people, um, you know, depending on how they feel, will be very, very excited indeed for my upcoming appearance, which has oh. been a long time in the making. Josh, I don't know what the... Can I give you another game? <laughs> Does it have to be the 2006 one? It does indeed, I'm afraid. Oh, I know the place. We can maybe work together on this. It's better than we giving could. it to the listeners. Mm, I don't know. I don't know if it is because because you're rich. You 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 win though. I don't win. <laughs> Who cares? You won last week. Let one of us win for God's sake. Um, what uh, film? What film? What film? I what what movie times did EA okay. bring out? Okay. Two thousand six. I don't know if this is EA. I don't know if EA did the tie-in for this film. Well, 
They did, according to okay. Josh's clues. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. No, I'm gonna. I'm Place gonna... visited by aliens. I'm gonna it's go a sci-fi for it. film. I'm gonna go for it. Go I'm on. Go, then. It. go on then. Go okay. On. Stop. Matt Lorigan. Is it Metropolis from Superman Returns? And this week's winner. Uh, 2018. What? What's it in in 2018? Lego DC Super Villains. I was about to say, I, didn't, oh, I had no idea what that one was. It was... Um, and not just that as well, right? but depending on your mm. genre, you might enjoy it in the Injustice games. Clue yeah. number one, my first appearance in a video game is 1979. The game was Superman on the Atari 2600. Most recent appearance, 2018. Lego DC Super Villains. Originally built in 1939. Action Comics number 16. The first appearance of Metropolis. And I was rebuilt by EA Tiburon, which was correct. They are a studio that largely specialised in the mm. NFL games in 2006 to tie in with the Brandon Routh extravaganza of <laughs> Superman Returns. <laughs> I have a three, question. Before you carry on. Oh. No, no, carry on. No, you do your thing, and then I have a question at the end of all this. I've been the setting for a truly iconically terrible video game, of course, Superman yeah, 64. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and several yeah. really good ones. Most famous for being visited by aliens, of course, Clark Kent, a.k.a. Cal L. But, of course, General Zod and his cronies following him from Krypton to do battle. He's a right Zod, isn't he? My neighbouring city might be more famous to me of course Gotham, Gotham City yeah. across the water mm. um, probably more famous and so I'm I most accessible real by places. Uh, most accessible by air as well because he's flying about what do you want to ask me why did you specifically want the 2006 game Superman Returns instead of the myriad others you could have had <laughs> why Why that one specifically Josh what, well, what's like, wrong well, with got, you well i got to pick one haven't I Oh, I don't know. What? Just the, pick the, the most annoying one of all. Consistent in the past. Sometimes it can be more than one game. It's so, sometimes ah, it's sometimes for the sake of the clue, I will deliberately list like up to. I think the most I've ever done is three acceptable games for the person to okay. say. This one, this one, because it has to work with all the clues. And one of the clues in this one was rebuilt in two thousand and six, and I think that was the first appearance of Metropolis as a true open well, world. So that's look, what I chose. Was it, was probably not got it anyway. Open but I'm annoyed. In... Sorry, Rich. <laughs> Was it not open no, world in Superman 64? I've never played it. I've only heard about it. No, no. No, the N64 couldn't handle that. It was sort of like a, a series of boxy little hubs. Oh, okay. Because no, I thought the, fall, sort of I thought the reason it was so foggy stuff. was because it was supposed to be open world and I couldn't... <laughs> yeah, it was similar to Spider-Man, like the Neversoft Spider-Man. Oh, okay. It was like, there were, there were open, there were like levels, but they were bounded. And if you went it, too okay. far in one direction, into a little U-turn. But yeah, so there you go. But yeah, got got to pick, yeah. got to pick, well, got to pick one for this one. I didn't list uh, multiple because uh, I, 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 the EA Tiburon clue was too tasty. Yeah, no, that's obviously, true. obviously you'd uh, you'd know that we all had uh, Superman Returns from two thousand six on the tip of our tongue. I couldn't oh, remember. Absolutely. I could not remember yeah. if that film was Superman Returns or Superman Four. In my head, like <laughs> I, because I, I've not watched those old Superman films, and I could I, in my head I, I couldn't work out. I was getting those two mixed up. Mm. And if I swear, mm. I have zero recollection of the game for that. No, neither. Superman Returns. I, I, it was rubbish. I mean, for, I, I had no at idea. The time, at the time, it was actually quite fun because it was the one where they like they just nail. Well, they didn't nail it, but they they made him flying not suck. So it was just like, oh my god, you can actually, and you could also run really fast across the floor. And loads right. of the city was was destructible. So it was like the Xbox 360 had been out for a year, and it was a bit like, oh, they can do some new stuff now. Was that um, around the same? But, sorry. Gone. Yeah, the the boss of the game, the final boss of the entire game, was a tornado. <laughs> That's shit. Um, was, a clue you missed was that it'll be back in what twenty twenty three or something for Suicide Squad. No, I said that. 
Did you? I yeah, I, I, said some, I, said, yeah. I said some people will be very, very excited for an upcoming appearance of mine. Yeah. It's been a very long time in the making. I didn't hear that. Which again, really? I, 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 I think I shut off at that point. It. I think by that I point, Rich was already up. annoyed. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was well, like, pissed off. He just had that one question going around his head. He's like, I've got to ask this question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right, we've got to crack on, I'm afraid. But thank you very much to Matt from upstairs. No problem. Yeah, cheers, we'll see you Matt, again thanks. next week. <laughs> uh, you annoyed that we didn't cooperate on that, Rich? <laughs> I'm annoyed, yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's right. my day, that. You guys go off and argue in a corner. I'm going to queue up a jingle. Questions, theories, comments, and queries. You send them in. We'll talk about them. This one from Joey Burns. Hi, both. Uh, Joss Stone. Hello. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Joss, Joss Stone as a guest for episode 500. Let's sort this out oh, once and for all. We can all finally... the best gents. Uh, yeah. What, why, why did you say what you said in that way, Joss? To really yeah. take her to task. <laughs> She'll be she like, probably I doesn't don't, remember it. I don't know who you are. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Who are you? You don't remember me? Yeah. Do you yeah. not know who I am? Yeah. Turn the tables on her. Yeah. yeah get brilliant. Really, get re- just get really nasty on air. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah good, no, stuff. good stuff. We'll, we'll see, if we can, uh, see if we can sort that out. Uh, Joseph Murphy says, I've just finished reading this incredible uh, making of uh, book on Alien so it's topical. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said an absolute tome of a book. It made me think it's such a shame that we don't have the same kind of insights um, into the sort of making ofs of all our classic games, particularly Japanese ones. Uh, with all our favourite music and, and, and movies and albums and things, we know everything about how they were made, you know, who did what, when and how. But the development of, of some of our favourite games, a lot of it's still shrouded in secrecy, with with the odd exception. He says the uh, closest we get to, to, to knowing the goings-on at Nintendo were probably during those Iwata Asks roundtables that they used to do. I love those. They were brilliant. Um, they used to do those during the Wii and the Wii U days. I just think yeah. it's a shame is all. And it's true. It's funny. We do get some of this stuff. I know, Rich, you've got a, you've got a, a few of those big coffee table books, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, the big art books. But that is mainly just sort of concept art and stuff. So For sure. that's yeah. kind of insights into the making of, in a sense, I suppose. But not really yeah. the in, uh, in a inner sense. workings. No, those Iwata asks were brilliant because he sort of talks about like the you know mm. the inception of ideas and like how stuff got, got rolling and changed as it went on. So good, so good. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff with games that's still a little bit sort of sh- a bit a little bit like like we don't. It's weird that like unlike movies, we don't really get like budget information. No, that's true. It's, it's just weird, not- isn't it? How or well, generally how transparent movies and TV and stuff like that is compared to games mm. how everything is veiled in secrecy yeah it, yeah, yeah it's strange it's, isn't it? it's odd isn't it and actually like it's mm. a really useful thing I mean if you know a particular thing a big old chunk of a blockbuster cost I don't know 200 million dollars there's certain expectations there and certain mm. with games it's like and Biomutant is an interesting one it's like if I had an idea of the budget it would be tremendous and, and you know 
it, it could be tremendously impressive what they managed to do on a certain budget. Whereas if you know, I don't know, the budget of like a we got we got estimated budgets, don't we? We like yeah, and, and often like years after the fact. But yeah, no, just 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 more of that sort of thing in terms of making offs. I would say that like I'm a big fan of a uh, no clip, which do those YouTube yeah. uh, document like uh, crowdsource documentaries. Really, really good insight there. So if you've if you've not checked that out, Joseph Murphy, check them out. They are really really good. Um, but yeah, no, agree, agree. Uh, <clears throat> let's have a little look, see. Uh, mm. Right. <clears throat> this one from Simon Davies. Mm-hmm. He goes, hi, guys. Uh, sorting through some things last week. Surprised how much merch I've collected uh, from franchises yeah. that I love. My pride and joy is my Mortal Kombat collection, which is over three grand's worth of items, mm. including figures, statues, comics, games, posters etc it's become an unhealthy addiction at this point i have to have everything mortal Kombat. i see the amount of merch it's produced for a fighting game is truly impressive do either of you have a franchise that you have to collect everything from thanks for the awesome bod rich you are the man for this i feel well i mean i've uh, i don't know i i don't tend to get overly obsessed with collecting everything like mm. if if i've got all the yakuza games i don't mm. need like every version like i know some people who a massive Yakuza enthusiasts, and they have every iteration, every version. Well, I've just got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You know, and <laughs> yeah, then you're maybe happy like the remasters just, and stuff. Yeah, you know, I get that totally. I mean, I remember Mike Harridance was a real big one for that. Our, our Resident old news, Evil, our old news guy, Resident Evil, Assassin's Creed. He'd have like the Leon jackets and stuff, mm. and like he'd get the super duper version. I remember like on his desk in the office, he had like. The Baker hat, that model of the Baker house. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he left seven. that behind, didn't he? <clears throat> I think he did, yeah. I think he, he did by that, accident, yeah. obviously. Mm. Um, but yeah, like so, some people just say, I have to say, I'm not really a big a big merch um, like person generally. If I'm a sucker for, like recently when I, I bought um, Zelda, I bought Skyward Sword, and I got the, the Steelbook version of yeah. that, which was a lovely. I'm a sucker for a Steelbook. I really do love a Steelbook. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But no, generally. Not a big, not a big merchandiser, you know. Yeah, um, I mean, I really, uh, it takes up yeah. a lot of space as well. That's true. Yeah, you know, yeah. I do have a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah much for sure. To, I mean, uh, your... Elisa's chagrin, <laughs> chagrinch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> a lot of stuff. Uh, this one from Colin Colin Morrison from a few weeks back. He said, mm. uh, "Hi, podcasters," which I'm a fan of, obviously. Yeah. Uh, he goes, "I'd like to claim a point as a listener uh, for the Star Wars pod racer quiz." He's claiming what, the a victory. one that, that Josh got wrong. Uh, that one. <clears throat> no, that was. Wait, did I? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, that that meant nothing and contributed in no way to your guesses. But sure, you know, sure, 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 sure. You would have, you would I'm have absolutely, you would have absolutely nailed it if I got the right year for the yeah. other one, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course you well, would. Yeah, is it Resident I'd Evil? Ba- I'd have had a better <laughs> chance. Shut up. I'd have had a better chance. <laughs> anyway, he says, uh, well, it doesn't matter, right? Because this guy's blown you wide open, Colin oh, Morrison. Yeah. Get a load of this. Uh, Star Wars racer. Mm. First game uh, I played on PC, he says. He gets said it looks dated now, but at the time, on a Voodoo 3DFX graphics card, oh. it was mind blowing, right? Fancy. And I can't remember my clues for that one. So, but he says from the first clue, 
I immediately got the correct answer. I know Rich will instantly dismiss this, but yes. if he hears this analogy, I'm sure he'll understand. It's like the bonus 10-letter word on lingo, and you've got it on the clue before <laughs> even seeing any of the letters. He that says, is brilliant. He says, as each letter is revealed, you're shouting at the TV, because yeah. how on earth have they not guessed the correct answer? And they're still staring blankly at the word. Um, he says, I, I, was, usually- I was, sorry, I was dismissive, but that's won me round that. That is a brilliant <laughs> yeah. reference. And this is what I'm saying, you know, there'll be people shouting at you lot after clue number one. He says, I usually do okay at the quiz, but this is the first time I've got it on the first clue and Rich and Matt haven't got it at all. On an entirely separate note, when Rich conquers his eBay addiction, I'd highly recommend he puts his excess funds uh, Mm. into PC gaming. He said it's a big outlay, but when you get that first holy shit, this is gameplay, not FMV moment. You realise it's worth it. He says, my first one was Bioshock, and I stared at the intro in the water for a good couple of minutes before realising that this was actually the game. Anyway, thanks for the weekly nonsense, Colin Morrison. What an excellent uh, uh, yeah, quiz, thanks. Uh, question, quandary, lovely. theory, um, whatever it is. To address this PC gaming thing, lovely mm. idea, I literally don't have space for a PC rig or anything. No, like, Elise has a many. desk in the lounge, and she's got her like <laughs> iMac on there. That's her yeah. little editing centre. Yeah, there's yeah. no room for me. I mean, I, I've taken over the rest of the house with. You'd have to make sorts. room in the um, the grotto, aka Moonton's inner sanctum. Well, there's the conservatory, but mm. that's where I do my taekwondo. No, no, no. But your grotto, where you've got the, uh, the old CRT telly and all that stuff. I don't have that. No, I didn't oh. get the CRT TV. That was disallowed. Not allowed that. <laughs> so I've got a little. <laughs> Blooming console sort of unit with a a 32 inch LCD, the Dreamcast, the PS3's plugged in at the moment, and the N64. Mm. But yeah, there's no room for anything, mate. I just, I I couldn't put a desk chair in, I couldn't do it properly. Mm. As nice an idea as it is, it's just unrealistic, unfortunately. Mm. Mm. I mean, maybe one day, maybe one day you could move aside the Dreamcast and the and the what have you and you know whatever you you, you sort of make make a little alcove for yourself somewhere if you're sufficiently you know crazy. Can't see it happening. Or the uh, Steam Deck, it, it, but then again the Steam Deck's just not as powerful as yeah. the consoles. If you visit my house, you'll understand. It's limited mm. for space now. It's just yeah. I'd have to put loads of stuff away. I mean there's a bed in there and it takes up most of the room. Yeah, no, it's impossible. Impossible, mm. sorry. He doesn't, want it. he doesn't want it enough. He's saying it's impossible, but he, the, the truth is he doesn't want it enough, Colin. So, you know. I am, go. do you know, I mean, that's not true, but I am a little bit <laughs> snooty about PC gaming for some reason. I don't yeah. know why I've got a chip no, on I my know. shoulder about it. <laughs> I have as well. Do you know what I mean? I don't know what they, it because, is. Well, i tell you exactly what it is. They're always keen to tell you about those holy shit moments, but they're awfully, awfully not keen to ever talk about Arkham Knight, which they never got and which had to be issued with refunds en masse because it never worked on PC. They did get it, but it was a mess, right? Yeah, it was, <laughs> it a, it was just it was work, a mess. Yeah. And, and eventually they just issued a complete recall. Like they gave everyone refunds and stuff, I think. Oh, you're going to get you're gonna get some... Uh, I know, they're, they're going to they're oh, come at Josh. me. Get, You've painted the you target know on else? your back there. I don't give a fuck, mate. Uh, <laughs> NBA 2K as well. It, it comes out and it's just like, oh, that's weird. It's absolutely fucked on PC. Oh, no. Turns out you've got to go on the Steam forum and download a specific driver that a civilian has made because the studio hasn't put the thing out yet. And then you've got to go into the settings tab and fiddle about. And if you don't do all of these things, the game plays at about 15 frames a set. Oh, and it's fixed a week later. You know, it's like, yeah, on console, it's... It, some, it, 
it just works out the box, you know? Well, but that's, I, that's the thing that's always appealed to me about consoles. Yeah. I mean, you say that, actually, that's getting less and less true, isn't it? With uh, that's things true. launching in a yeah, broken yeah, yeah, state yeah, yeah, and yeah, needing no, for patches. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, yeah. I, I, sh- I should say, you know, when the studio doesn't... F- doesn't when there isn't a disaster on there, like mm. I don't know something like a cyberpunk or something, or you know a, a lot of the t- a lot of the time these days it's just sort of like online shooters and stuff just being a mess at launch. But yeah, you know. but still, generally speaking, stuff that's in a box tends to work much more. I find. But no, yeah. I, but I also see the other side of it. I mean, we had that beast of a PC in the office, and you sort of see things there on on full settings and stuff. And I think, yeah, I mean, if you did have, you know. If you were that way inclined and you spent some serious cash on it, you got one of those new NVIDIA 3090 bastards and you were, you know, I'm sure you would sort of feel on top of the world. It, I think it, it I does can, have um, a lot going for it, to be sure. I think I can chart back to uh, when I gave up on PC gaming was when mm. uh, I had a really crummy computer and I wanted to play Unreal on it mm. and I had to p- turn all the settings down and it would just crash constantly. It just didn't work. <laughs> yeah. It was awful. You see, the, the people who evangelize are the people who have just spent thousands. And it's like, you know, in, um, fair Quake enough. 3, you know. Quake 3 as well. Do you remember this one level where it's like orange fog? Yeah. That my computer couldn't handle fog effects. So it was a solid orange sort of mm. barrier. Yeah. And enemies would just sort of emerge from it, <laughs> from this <laughs> solid orange wall. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is fucking awful. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you see, yeah, they'd just say, oh, well, you've not spent enough on your rig. And that's fine. I don't want to. <laughs> but you don't want to. And also, you can just buy a console and it works. But, you know, there you go. Mm. Uh, Joseph Murphy, thoughts on non-orange flavoured Jaffa cakes? I've had the pineapple and the passion fruit. Both were delicious. I had the pineapple. I thought it was good. I thought it was decent. But it's not a patch on original orange. Thoughts? Do you know, they used to do these old flavours way back when mm. they had like a raspberry and a lime or something <laughs> but they've got different ones now haven't they yeah yeah they got cherry pineapple passion fruit they got all sorts man I have was you, partial have you... to the lime ones back in the day when they mm. had those yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. no I, I thought the pineapple was decent I'd, I've not tried the cherry um, and actually that that has the potential to be unbelievable because I do like cherry flavoured stuff uh, I will give the cherry a try I thought the pineapple was fine but mm. I would always just go for the original orange. But I'll try passion fruit and get back to you if it's in te- if it's in the local Tesco. I'll well, definitely. The, word, the word Jaffa doesn't really apply to any of those other fruits either. No, they sort of they it's messed weird. themselves up. Yeah. yeah, the power of the brand overcame the flavour. Yeah. So yeah, it's like anyway. having Terry's chocolate orange. That's you know banana te- flavour. A, t- a Terry's chocolate banana. <laughs> yeah, doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Anyway. Uh, get yourself off Snapchat and Instagram. Uh, oh God, we finished already. Is that oh, it? God. That was like three questions. It, it's a, it's an hour and thirty four minutes. It's not it's, enough. We need to extend it. All right, I tell you what, that's fine. But you talk <laughs> to producer Dan about it, yeah? Oh, fine. All right, <laughs> let's end it then. Um, yeah, don't go on Snapchat. Don't go on Instagram. Get yourself on Twitter at richiew 2 at Joshy Wise at VideoGamer.com with the questions. Get yourself over to VideoGamer.com, the uh, Flash New VideoGamer.com. And, leave uh, comments. You've got to say that, out, haven't you? Check out some stuff. Yeah, yeah, big Le- time, leave big Leave comments. Time. Leave some nice comments. Still not had a single bloody comment, as far as I can tell. Uh, we've actually had quite a few. Have you? Fair. Yeah. Well, you have to show me, because I don't see him. I'll show him. I had a conversation with a fella. In fact, we're, we're in touch now over email, so, mm, right, you know. Right. But, yeah, you know, yeah. feel, free, uh, feel free to, uh, you know, chime in there. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Oh, thanks to uh, Adam Cook, Andy B, Colin Mahern, 
as well for the mm-hmm. stings mm-hmm. for the stings that made us yeah, uh, what else what else what else I think that'll just about do us won't it yeah I think that's it that's it that's everything wrapping Another up another week's All podcast right. gone goodbye from me goodbye goodbye from Richmond yeah. aka Moonton <laughs> I don't want that to stick <laughs> <laughs> see you next time bye <laughs>